listeners, and welcome to this week's episode of Tokyo Confidential. Today, we will be discussing the town of Kokoda, which in 1945 escaped atomic destruction not once, but twice, due to fortunate turns in weather. A short time ago, an American airplane dropped one bomb on Hiroshima and destroyed its usefulness to the enemy. That bomb has more power than 20,000 tons of TNT. Japanese historian Toshinobu Hibino wishes that the world knew his hometown simply as a flourishing, environmentally responsible former industrial city, a place where sleek bullet trains and monorails glide in and out of the bustling town center. History, however, had other plans for Kokoda, a city on Japan's southern island of Kyushu, whose story is indelibly linked with the infamous fates that befell two nearby cities, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, in August 1945. This week marks the 77th anniversary of the atomic bombings of Japan, bringing with it the annual renewed debate over the morality of the decision to force the country's unconditional surrender by unleashing the Allies' terrible new weapon on two heavily populated cities that were critical to the Japanese war effort. In Kokoda, that discussion takes on a special resonance. In the closing days of World War II, the city escaped nuclear destruction not once, but twice. In July 1945, the American military selected four targets to demonstrate the devastating power of the atomic weaponry the Manhattan Project had developed. They were, in order of priority, Hiroshima, Kokura, Niigata, and Nagasaki. Hiroshima was chosen first due to its compact topography, strategic port, and hosting of two major army headquarters. Should foul weather prevent the use of the American special bomb against Hiroshima, the crew of the B-29 superfortress Enola Gay was to target either Kokura or Nagasaki instead. On August 6th, however, the weather over Hiroshima was ideal, and the backup sites were not needed. Kokura's second, much closer brush with the disaster came three days later. Designated as the primary target for the Fat Man plutonium weapon, Kokura, a major conventional and chemical weapons production center that was home to the Japanese Imperial Army's massive Kokura arsenal, was shrouded in clouds on the morning of August 9th. Under orders to only drop its atomic payload on visual confirmation of the target, the bomber crew of the B-29 boxcar circled Kokura three times, with its bomb bay doors open, waiting for a break in the clouds. As air raid sirens shrieked and anti-aircraft fire lobbed flak at the warplanes overhead, the city's 130,000 residents waited. Finally, with fuel running low, the crew decided to proceed to the alternate target, Nagasaki, which was 95 miles away. Residents of Kokura did not know how close they had come to annihilation until months later. In the years following the end of World War II, the idiomatic phrase, Kokura's luck, entered the Japanese lexicon, to describe narrowly avoiding great peril without even being aware of it. Indeed, U.S. forces were restricted in their bombing of potential atomic bomb targets with conventional weapons to better study the damage from a nuclear weapon. As vast swaths of cities like Tokyo and Kobe were obliterated by firebombing campaigns in the war's closing months, killing hundreds of thousands of residents, Kokura emerged largely unscathed. Following the war, Kokura merged with four other municipalities to form the modern city of Kitakyushu, which now boasts nearly one million residents. Acutely aware of its two close calls, the city, as with Hiroshima and Nagasaki, embraced calls for an end to nuclear proliferation. A city spokesman, who asked to be identified by his family name Shimoda, of the Kita Kyushu General Affairs Division, told me that the town 
has also signed on to the Nuclear Free Peace City Initiative, part of regional efforts to combat nuclear proliferation. In modern day-to-day life, there is not much thought paid in Kitakyushu to the former Kokura's near misses. A visit to the city in 2019 revealed picnicking families and carefree soccer scrums in the humid August weather at Katsuyama Park, steps from the city's Nagasaki Atomic Bomb Memorial Bell and Monument. The park is built on the grounds of the former Kokura Arsenal. While the occasional passerby stopped by to read the inscriptions of the memorial, the area felt noticeably more relaxed in atmosphere compared to the solemnity of Hiroshima's Genbaku Dome. But the bombs that did not destroy Kokura nonetheless still loom over the city's history. In the lead-up to the anniversary each year, Kita Kyushu dedicates the month of July to lessons on peace at local schools. Quote, a special two-hour lesson is held each year in the town's junior high schools, end quote, said Toshinobu Hibino, who is a researcher and chief curator of modern Japanese history at the Kita Kyushu Museum of Natural History and Human History. The classroom instruction also educates students on the town's relationship with Nagasaki and Hiroshima. There is a special kinship between the former Kokura and the two cities that did not escape the bomb, Hibino says, a bond born of their shared history and where their fates diverged. Several programs exist to foster ties between the youth of Kita Kyushu and Nagasaki in particular. Beyond solemn commemoration ceremonies held in the modern Kita Kyushu, the quote, Nagasaki Kokura Next Generation Exchange Peace Promotion Project, end quote, sees an annual exchange of university-age students to Nagasaki. The Youth Peace Forum Dispatch Project is geared towards elementary and middle school students and their parents in Kita Kyushu, part of a broader nationwide initiative sent annually to Nagasaki over two days in August. Shimoda, the town spokesman, confirmed the importance of incorporating Nagasaki's experience in educating Kita Kyushu students. Quote, the fact is that the atomic bomb scheduled to be dropped on Kokura was dropped on Nagasaki, end quote, he wrote somewhat candidly in an email. Accordingly, the town wants its students to, quote, think about the importance and preciousness of peace, end quote, especially vis-a-vis the fate of Nagasaki. The historian Hibino expressed hope that the town's image may one day outlive its wartime notoriety. He wanted to emphasize another hopeful story, how a gritty, industrial city transformed into a showcase of green technology. Quote, In the latter half of the 20th century, the town overcame previous pollution issues accumulated as a manufacturing town, and it's aiming to realize its sustainability goals as an environmental future city, end quote, he said, referencing the Future City Initiative of the Japanese government that seeks to create sustainable, low-carbon cities through responsible environmental and social stewardship. Those sentiments were echoed by Shimoda, who noted that Kita Kyushu was the first Asian city to be named a, quote, green growth model city, end quote, by the OECD in 2011, as part of the organization's Green City program that seeks to understand the impact of environmentally friendly growth and sustainability initiatives. Hibino also offered another perspective. Rather than seeing Kokura as the town that managed to avoid the atomic bomb twice, He hopes that policymakers do not forget the meaning of we were about to drop an atomic bomb on this city twice. That does it for this week's episode of Tokyo Confidential. Stay tuned next week when we discuss the musical way in which Japan tests its disaster alert system every day at 5pm. As always, 
Stay safe and keep curious. Stay safe and keep curious.